Hello and welcome to Reporter Recorded. I'm your host, Alex Medden, and today to discuss RIT Food Share, I'm joined by Kristen Grant. Hi, I'm the Outgoing Features Editor and Incoming Online Managing Editor. Uh, and Rohan Patel. Hi, I'm Rohan Patel, and I work as a graduate coordinator for RIT Food Share. Great. So just to start us off, uh, Kristen, can you uh, discuss a little bit about the article uh, in Reporter and, and what RIT Food Share is? Sure. So this article was written by our writer, Dan Grinthal, and it had a couple different focuses. The first one being kind of calming fears. There were some rumors that the Food Share was going to leave its River Knoll home or what was happening to River Knoll. And no worries, it's staying put, River Knoll staying put. And then also just kind of a broader discussion of what food share is, what its role is in RIT community, and where it's hoping to go in the next five, ten years. So Rohan, can you explain what food share is? Yeah, um, so RIT food share is on campus, like food pantry, that we try to help people who might be struggling with their food supplies. So what we do is uh, if there's any student or any even like a alumni, anyone who graduates from RIT, or even like faculty and staff, they can come to RIT Food Share and swap the food items, or if they just want to take any food item, that's totally fine as well. And they can just like a uh, come at a time and take up to like five items. That's kind of like the the uh, uh, setup we have at RIT Food Share. And the main idea behind RIT Food Share is to uh, encourage the culture of this sharing, you know, like sharing of food. That's the that's the name that RIT Food Share is like made up of. So we want to like uh, make sure that like uh, people or all the students at RIT they are actually eating healthy. And if you're eating healthy, that definitely reflects on your grade as well. And overall, that's actually beneficial to RIT as well. Uh, in the form it is today, does RIT Food Share still look like what it looked like maybe two years ago when it was begun? Definitely no. It has changed a lot. Like over like last two and like a, in in like a two and a half years, there has been a lot of changes. We are in constant process of you know like making uh, making uh, the food pantry RIT Food Share better and constantly bringing like new ideas. So it's always work in a progress. That's uh, that's interesting because you mentioned uh, when we were talking earlier that you guys are trying to form a partnership with Goodbye Goodbye. Um, we already have like partnership with Goodbye Goodbye. So the way it is is a uh, as a uh, it's a kind of like a the two like a uh, siblings and they have the same kind of like a uh, goal. So we have like a very very similar goal that kind of like aligns. Uh, Goodbye Goodbye is a, is a free cycling program, so they would actually uh, rescue all the items that at the end of semester students might throw away from their dorm because they cannot probably like uh, take it back home. And RIT Foodster kind of like rescues all the food items and offer it to RIT students. So here is like a, how like a, both the both the programs have like similar goals like rescue any items that we are actually going to abandon that may end up in landfill instead of that like make it available for the the whole community either at like very cheaper rate or like totally free uh is your program or goodbye goodbye part of student government goodbye goodbye is not a part of student government but and fruit share as well but uh student government is actually one of the pillar of like a founding foundation of uh, RIT future. So do you see the two programs becoming one? I guess they 
they are kind of like a, a separate entity so they they would uh, they are like a both run or like operated by like two different organization when it comes to goodbye goodbye it's like a more of like a um the sustainability college and faculty and students are like more involved and they have like a much bigger like uh, they're also largely dependent on volunteers whereas like already future we have like a staff i work as a graduate coordinator and uh center of residence life is the main driving force behind RIT future so you think that the two organizations although working closely will, rem will remain separate they will in 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 like a near future I think so. Um, speaking of the near future, what what are any new plans that that RIT Foodshare has? What what do you see in the future for for the program? So initially, when we started, we were just like offering food items, and then we quickly realized that like uh, it's not just like the food that we offer. A lot of time we have a lots of like food to offer, but students actually don't know what they can actually uh, do with those items. They probably know like to cook it just in like one way. They just know like one recipe. So for example, if you have like a green beans, uh, a lot of people just like know one recipe that you, uh, you just like uh, put it in oven and put some herbs on it and maybe a little bit of like a condiments or something or uh, cheese or something but what we are trying to do is like uh, we want to uh, we want to like explore and see what are the other like recipes available and is there a way you can actually make it healthier so you know it's like reach of nutrition it's not just like you're eating something but it doesn't have any nutrition so Healthy recipes uh, is something we explore and we are working with Better Me Wellness Center uh, for like last two semesters. What they are doing is they have nutrition interns and those nutrition interns actually come to Foodshare. They look at the our inventory, see what we have in uh, what we have in stock, like in excess amount. And based on that, they actually come up with like a various like uh, recipe ideas. They're actually uh, healthy to you know like consume and also we are also like recently like considering like how how can we like offer or like a uh, come up with the recipes that actually benefits like people with like uh different diet restrictions as well are you also intending to expand at all is, is it a growing program um like a uh, growing means like a off like, do, do you, are you trying to reach a wider audience? Are you trying to increase the amount of food you guys supply? Yes, definitely. So uh, if you look at, like, a statistics, like, a, the the very first, like, we started in spring of 2015. And during fall 2015, we had around, like, a, like fall 2015, we had, like, a 875 students. Fall 2016, we saw around 18, not students, but, like, total number of, like, visits in that throughout the semester. Last fall, we saw 1,875 approximately uh, visits by 425 students around. And this semester, already we are seeing close to like 900 students, like uh, um, 900 visitors by like 200 to 300 students every every month. So, um, so far it has already been like 3,000, probably like a 3,000, closer to 3,000 visits and probably like more than 500 people have made like multiple visits. I just noticed in Dan's article that there's this assumption about RIT that if, you know, 
you can afford to go to this expensive school, that providing food isn't a problem. But that sounds like it isn't the case at all. And so I think that's really great that food share is becoming more promoted and people kind of understand more what it is and that it is a necessary part of RIT. Yeah, I definitely agree. Like a lot of people have like this assumption that like if a student is going to RIT, RIT, they must be able to, you know, like a... Um, be financially like a good but that's not the case we have lots of students who actually rely on like 100% scholarship and also have like more like financial aid but when it comes to like a, you know get your uh, textbook supplies and like uh, books they a lot a lot of time they have to like make a choice like whether I should invest that money to get like a book or whether I should go and eat something healthy so we have had like a uh, examples of like a lot of students just like surviving like one or two slices of pizza in past and also we do like survey at the end of some not at the end of semester but a couple of times a semester we send out survey to all the visitors who visit foodshare we ask for their feedback what they would like to see and that's also one of the uh, one of the main factor how we actually uh, make like you know like make improvements at foodshare um, so the article also mentioned that one of the goals of RIT FoodShare is to um, increase awareness of the issue on campus. Do you feel like that's been successful? Yes, we have been trying to uh, make people aware. Uh, initially, when we started, we uh, we have like Facebook group. So uh, let me uh, step back a little bit and talk about like what are like two initiatives are like two goals or. So uh, it's kind of like our mission statement. So it's like we want to reduce or eliminate like food insecurity and food waste on campus. So those are like two different entities. Uh, how we address the issue of like eliminating or reducing food waste is uh, we have a Facebook group on, cam uh, on Facebook and anyone can join the group, including faculty, staff, students, alumni. And whenever we have, we have lots of events at already on campus and a lot of times we order a food and a lot of that food is like totally good. But at the end of event, they just have to discard it. So the Facebook group serves that purpose. Like anyone sees that so there is a leftover food, they can take a picture and put it on a, on a Facebook with all the details, how long the food is going to be, what kind of food is available, where exactly it is available. And any student who are like close uh, or nearby that place or building, they can go and like have access to that food for free. So that's the way we try to like uh, reduce food waste on campus. And our RIT Food Share Food Pantry that's located in River Knoll, that actually serves the purpose of uh, reducing or like trying to address the food insecurity problem we have on campus. So students can come uh, and take up to five items. We are not need-based because we trust people that like if people are in need, they would actually come to food pantry. And also a lot of time there is like stigma test to, you know, like a lot of times like students are just like not willing to come to food share because they're just like afraid that like if they come to food share, uh, what people would think. They had like lots of like concerns about that. Uh, essentially, I'm just asking how successful you feel <coughs> reaching out to the community to increase awareness has been. Yes. So as I mentioned, like uh, initially, like two and a half years ago or like three years ago, when we started our Facebook group and after three years, we have uh, more than 3,000 members and on, on our Facebook group and pretty much like on average like every week or like every day pretty much like you might see at least like one post or like a couple of times a week you'll see people like posting about it and it's not just students 
even like faculty and staff, they actually know about the program. And they're also like a, when they know about it, they would actually take picture and put it on Facebook group. So that's like a really encouraging that like people actually are aware of like a, there is a food waste that's happening on campus and food share is there to, you know, like address this issue. And they're kind of like helping us a lot by like posting and, uh, you know, having that active group of like 3,000 uh, RIT community member. That's something remarkable. Yeah, it's great to hear that the program is successful, but I wonder if you guys are facing any sort of challenges? Um, challenges is, uh, as I mentioned, that like we have the number of students like almost like doubling every semester. So it's this is like a supply and demand concept kind of thing. So the supply is kind of like constant in terms of like donations we receive, but in terms of like demand, we are seeing demand like doubling pretty much like every fall semester, like every semester we are seeing more and more people uh, uh, coming to FoodShare and uh, having ex or like uh, taking advantage of FoodShare. So uh, also that kind of like is the fact that like we are actually becoming like uh, more popular, we are increasing our like outreach or social media. So more and more people are actually aware of that food pantry is present on campus and they can come. So that's also, uh, I would say is like a, uh, one of the success, but in terms of like uh, the challenges, definitely um, getting like constant supply of uh, constant supply of donations is all has always been a challenge. We are we are fortunate that we have like really really great like faculty and staff who actually support this initiative. Uh, it started with like a uh, the wife of our previous president, uh, Dr. Rebecca Johnson. She See and Dr. Desu personally actually took interest into supporting already future, and we hope to see this. And we are actually going to see the same uh, same support from Dr. Monson, who is our new president as well. So uh, recently, we did like a faculty and staff like a uh, food uh, staff council food challenge. So we have like all the faculty and staff there actually categorized or divided in six different blocks, and what we did like. Uh, a month before Thanksgiving, before Thanksgiving for a month, we did a food drive competition and we wanted to see like who would actually, which block would actually bring us like the most donations in terms of like a food donations or monetary donations. And that was a huge success. We had, um, I'm still like working on like numbers, but like a, we had like a one block actually brought over like 7,000 pounds of like donations. That's just one block. That's probably is like a the winner of the uh, amongst like all those six groups wow, so that's pretty that's significant just, yeah, yeah that's amazing so yeah but again like uh as i mentioned like uh we have like a uh, or like a growing number of like visitors coming to food share and what we have to offer is kind of like limited so getting donations is always like challenging but we are also trying to work with like different organizations to do like different food drives also, volunteering is something we are also trying to improve. And over like last uh, last few semester, we have like volunteer corps who would come and like help already food share. Well, we're about to wrap up because we're running short on time. But mm -hmm. before we do, I want to ask you for our listeners how they might get involved and, and help out. So definitely, they if they are aware of already food share, I would definitely encourage people to. Uh, 
talk about this initiative to their friends, their families, and let them know that like what we are doing, what our like mission is, and they can definitely invite their friends and uh, their friends to join the Facebook group. If you see your friend who is like struggling to struggling with food supplies, definitely uh, tell your friend that this is a uh, this is a place you can go and get the food supplies. If your friend is kind of like concerned visiting food share, we have like a lot of students. They actually come on behalf of their friend. They know what your uh, their friend might need, and they would come and take those food supplies and give it to their friend. So. Uh, we want to make this a uh, culture of like sharing, you know, like stronger as the time goes on. So that's one of my message to the entire RIT communities. Great. Thank you very much. Um, that's all the time we have. So <laughs> thanks for listening to Reporter Recorded. Uh, follow us on social media to see when Reporter hits the uh, stands or catch us online at reporter.rit.edu. You can follow us at Reporter Mag on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Uh, and as usual, I will ask you all to call rings. Uh, it's a fun, anonymous hotline where you can call in at any time of day uh, to annoy the, uh, our, our reporter staff with whatever crazy thoughts you have. Uh, and you might get featured in the magazine. So the uh, number for that is 585-672-4840. Thanks for listening.